Hello, welcome back to today's podcast of Hearts and Questions. And if you're new here, I've never listened to this podcast before. Welcome. Um, I say I'm a lot, too. <laughs> I haven't figured what to replace it with, but I'm trying to figure it out. Okay, so today is History Wednesday, and all day we... Well, not all day, but... History Wednesday today I'm gonna to talk about this one company and I slightly talked about this company in my last couple of History Wednesdays I did before. And this company is huge company. Everyone knows its name their name to the company and they involve doing cartoon stuff, toy stuff. And if you guessed right, yes, I'm talking about Hasbro. History of Hasbro, because to tell you the truth, Hasbro has been a long have been there since I was born, since you've been born. And you know, where has it all started? Because it has to start somewhere. It can't just like magically appear one day. No, it has to start somewhere and grow from that. This grow from it. Um so Let's go back into 1923, where it all started. In Providence, Rhode Island, by Henry and... Henry and Harem. Henry, Hale, and Harem Hensfield. Uh, they, they came from Poland to the US. So they immigrated and started business in the US. Um the business wasn't called Hasbro at first and they weren't selling toys then. No, they were actually um selling textile re mint business, selling in cloths selling in cloths. Mid nineteen twenties remints to uh, they went to make hat liners and pencil box covers. With the popularity with the covers, soon be uh, begin making boxes with eight employees. Basically, it was it was the family. Those eight employees were them and their families. Um, nineteen twenty six. Um, it was named Hasfield Brothers Inc. Uh, Hale got involved in other textile ventures, and Henry took care of the company's company. Um, with five hundred five employees in two in nineteen twenty nine, two hundred employees in nineteen thirty, the brothers' annual sales of five thousand. And the sale was five hundred thousand. Uh, a pencil box and cloth zipper pouches filled with school supplies. Yes, they used to have. They did sell toys at all, no toys at all. They done school supplies and other things. Now, in nineteen thirty-five, the bro- the brothers begin manufacturing pencils. The one and only pencils, yes. 
this would be a steady source of revenue for the next 45 years. I mean, they were making big off of these pencils. Uh, in the late 1930s, they started to manufacture toys, an extension of company of school supplies. By the 1942, it went from school supplies and became um, and went from doing school supplies and just focused on doing more toy, being a toy company, though they continue making pencils. Um, Hale died in 1943, then Henry became the C CEO, and his son, Mel became, Merrill, became the president of the company. So, they're still making pencils, but now they're just focusing on toys. Uh, 1952, the company introduced Mr. Potato Head, the famous toy ever that you ever play the game of, venture of, or ever watch on Toy Story. You see Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Um, and it was actually one of the and was actually one of the first advertised toy on TV, too. In 1954, Hensfield got a major license for Disney characters. Basically, somehow, they talked to Disney and be like, hey, we, it said in this article, like, where they put, um, said that how they got the license to do a Disney characters. <laughs> I want to see how that went down. Um, but, yeah. In 1960, they became one of the largest private toy companies revenue to hit 12 million. So that's a lot of money. Oh. And Henry died in 1960. Merrill assumed full control of the parent company while his brother Arnold run the pencil operation. Um, there was a rivalry between these two because Harold became said became to resent the brother because he got the pencil because he got to do the toys and Arnold got to do the pencils. Um I guess by then pencils weren't really being bought or something or not making a lot. Um but in nineteen sixty one Hensel Brother was founded Hensel Brother, okay so this was in, I think this one was in Canada in 1962, where it was in Canada, was founded by the Hensonfield brother. 1964, G.I. Joe was the action figure, was popular, that's when G.I. Joe came out in 1964. Um, 1968, they changed their name, and finally, they changed it to Hasbro Incorporated, Hasbro Industry, Industry industry incorporated um and small portion stock goes to the public and they gotta keep some of the stock and some stock stock went to the public in 1974 Merrill becomes CEO as Stephen 
his son became the president. Nineteen. Okay. Eighty-two. Nineteen eighty-two. G.A. Joe's gets um get discontinued. But I think in 1994, G.I. Joe's got reinduced. Um, they just skipped. Whoops. I think that was supposed to be 70, 74, actually. In 1982, they get reinduced. 1979, Merrill dies. In 1980, in the 1980s, the Empire Pencil uh, separates from Hasbro, becoming their own company. Um, 1985, Hasbro becomes the world's largest toy company. And Jumpstart's toys were, uh, I guess there's this one company called Jumpstart Toys, where they had a lawsuit for selling toys. Based on Transformers designs, and Hasbro was did not like that at all. So they sued them because their toys looked like Transformer Transformers designs. 1986, Hasbro outsell Mattel, and Barbie and fashion doll market intro of Gem record producer rock music duo fashion doll. 1987, Gem in uh. Gem sales, strong sales, but plummeted with the withdrawn from the market. Uh, as soon as the doll plummeted, no one wanted to buy it more, they took them out of the market. 1988, Consumer Product Safety Commission banned lawn darts, hazard, flying projectiles, sharp metal points. <sighs> I think my grandparents had so sharp pointing lawn darts. <laughs> Yeah, makes sense that they could buy them before the for consumer product before they banned them. Um, nineteen eighty nine Hasbro got Hasbro got got interest interesties for okay cool cool least so industry for eighty five million. I do not know how to say that name. Um, 1991, established in Greece, Hungary, and Mexico. 1995, started to sell CD version of Monopoly. 1997, worldwide sales were 3.12 billion. 1998, Hasbro brought Avalon Hill, 6 million. And Gilob, for Galob. Don't know how to say that name either. For two hundred twenty million. <laughs> okay, so basically that. Now we go into two thousands. Um, two thousand one was the profitable Hasbro sells their gaming website. Two thousand nine Hasbro formed a TV development pro product and. Distribution. 2011, Hasbro collaborated with Discovery, a cable network for young TV. I think it was called The Hub. 
And I don't remember ever seeing that, but maybe because I wasn't really interested. I don't know. Or maybe it was like one of those extra channels that you had to get, pay for. Um, 2012, Hasbro got $1.6 tax credit from the state of Rhode and promised to create 245 new jobs in the states. Uh, 2013 Hasbro was named was named one of the top 100 companies worked by Fortune magazine. 2007. Remember 2007 when Toys R Us went bankrupt. And that was really surprising. Because then again, you never would think that they went bankrupt. But, um, their toys were expensive. So I can see why they would go bankrupt. Um, because of it, probably. Because if their toys were expensive, not a lot of people were going to, um, buy their toys. Also, and probably, I would say, if you really want to look into them more, Listen to the employees that have, like, uh, people who work for Toy Us, Toy, 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 Toy R Us, if anyone ever looked the video. Because usually ex-employees would, like, make a video about this one place. And I'm wondering if Toys R Us have some of those on YouTube. But they were actually hurt by the bankruptcy of Toy R Us. Toy R Us. Um, I do gotta say, I never went to a Toys R Us before. Um, one, because where I live, they're not here at all. So I would have to go to a bigger, bigger town. But, eh. I'm not, I do not want to go on a long drive just for a gay toy. 2019, Hasbro announced on buying entertainment. One, for about $4 billion. Acquired toy licensing rights to go of Ghostbusters. Also got Power Rangers, and somehow Miss probably got rid of Super Sentai in the mix. Um. So yeah, that was the history of Hasbro. So yeah, this game, this company has been since the 1923s, and it didn't start as a toy company. No, it started as a supply company actually. Which, if they would continue being supplies company, it would be different. Like, the world would actually kind of be different without Hasbro. We probably wouldn't get Mr. Potato Head or half the toys. And probably half of the companies that Toys R Us never bought out would be open. Would still have it, you know. I don't know. That's just it. It makes you wonder, you know, what if this company never existed? What if it's just no? What if it's just a supplies company? Because people, it, I can see pencils being profitable still. Everything going online being digital, but then again, people still want to write on paper. You know, get that feel, get that pain in your hand after writing so long. Sometimes I like, sometimes that pain made, whenever I wrote stuff in class and my hands are like cramping, I'm like, oh, <laughs> the, the pain cramp. And I don't 
know, I felt it, it, it made, it, it basically, I do gotta say, I was working hard at something, basically, and I was proud of myself. Even if it was just writing down, I was working hard at something. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that, that pain when you write so much. Um, but anyways, hope you guys like today's history, Wednesday, and it was a little bit longer since the last two I had were not that long. Um, but I hope you guys like today, and hope you lot guys found this, um, little bit interesting. Um, I just took these from articles. I should really throw a caution. I took these from articles with some facts, and, well, you know, I look up the articles and try to do it in ways... So I would say don't take this word as, you know, this is definitely the history. Um, but if you guys want to look up on your own, you're free to do so. Because you may find it interesting. I don't know. Um, because some things are interesting. And some aren't. So yeah, I hope you guys had a wonderful day night um see you guys on friday remember you can find me at catjfrost3 at instagram twitter and catjfrost at twitch i usually game on there sometimes the games i mostly play are like nancy drew sims sims 3 right now because last time i tried to play sims 4 it was looked like it was kind of like slowing the it looked kind of slow on the screen, so I was like, uh, I gotta figure out how to play Sims 4. Probably go offline and play some Sims 4. Um, but yeah, that probably will help. But, anyways, and hopefully tomorrow I'll just do a Dracula game actually. The next Dracula game, Sanctuary, or today at 4 Central. Um, So, I hope you guys have a wonderful reading at this. Reading, I mean, listening to this. Remember to brush, floss your teeth, wash your hands with warm masks because they're pretty cool looking. And I will see you guys on Friday for Talkative Friday, where I tell a story or make a story up in my head. And it's gonna be weird and cringy, probably like this today. Um. But anyways, I will see you guys later, okay? Bye.